The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing.
I'm a new creation, and I'm a brand new man, and that's because of Christ Jesus. I'm reading from Ephesians 1, verses 16 through 18, then Ephesians 2, verses 10 through 13. I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. This is Paul writing uh, to the Ephesians and to us, of course. And he said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, that is, the knowledge of Christ. He said, I'm, uh, he's go on, he goes on to pray, the eye that your eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance is in the saints. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. That's what we're supposed to be doing which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them or do them. Wherefore, remember that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are also called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Now here's a, uh, uh, really a powerful scripture here. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes were far off, you are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You're made nigh by the blood of Christ. We want to talk about the blood of Christ for a little bit here on this uh, broadcast today. You know, there's a proper view of the blood of Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ, as was shed for us, this blood must have the same place in our hearts and minds as it has with God. From the beginning of God's dealings with man, uh, before the foundation of the world, the heart of God uh, rejoiced in that blood. Our heart will never rest nor find salvation till we too learn to walk. That means the, what, the fullness of it. Till we learn to walk and glory in the power of the blood of Jesus. Now, it's not only the sinner who wants to be forgiven or pardoned, that must value the blood. No, the redeemed, the saved people, will experience uh, something special in God uh, as we uh, think on the blood, as we lift it in its proper uh, honor. There is nothing that draws our hearts nearer to God with God's love and joy and glory as living in a constant spiritual view of that blood. I'm going to accent that again. Having a spiritual view of the blood of Jesus. You know, right now, as as we are conducting this broadcast right now, and speaking on the broadcast, and we're sharing the word together and the, the presence of God's word, uh, God's looking at the blood of Jesus. That's what he's looking at right now. It's within plain view of the Father God. The blood is on the mercy seat. Jesus gathered up every drop and took it into the heavenly holy of holies, placed it on the mercy seat. And so we're exhorted to take time and not trouble in the sense that it's a bad deal, but, but take time and, and go out of our way uh, to see the full blessing and power of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus, someone has called it the greatest mystery of eternity, the deepest mystery of the divine wisdom. And uh, we don't need to think that we can just quickly grasp its meaning. You see, God thought about 4,000 years necessary uh, to prepare men for it. And we must also take time if we're to gain a knowledge of the power of the blood of Jesus. And even taking time doesn't avail anything unless 
there's a definite uh, sacrificial uh, time on our part that we give ourselves to looking at the blood of Jesus through the word. Sacrificial blood always meant the offering of a life. The Israelite could not obtain blood for the pardon of his sin unless the life of something that belonged to him was offered in sacrifice. The Lord Jesus did not offer up his own life and shed his blood to spare us from the sacrifice of our lives. No, rather he did so to make the sacrifice of our lives possible and to make it desirable. The hidden value of the blood of Jesus is the spirit of self-sacrifice. Where the blood really touches the heart, it works out in that heart a like spirit of self-sacrifice. We learn to give up ourselves and our lives to the Lord as to press into the full power of the new life that's been given to us, which the blood has provided for us, the blood of Jesus. And we give our time in order that we may become acquainted with the meaning, the deeper meaning, and, and more revelation about God's word regarding the blood of Jesus. We separate ourselves from sin and worldly mindedness and self-will that the power of the blood may not be hindered, for it's just these things that the blood seeks to remove. You know, one of the confessions I've been making in the last few weeks that I just tell you about, and if it sparks you into making the confession, then, then so be it. And that is that uh, that I plead the blood over my mind and over my thoughts, my emotions, the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood. I, it's not like, like again, it's not begging. It, it's stating that the blood of Jesus is working on my mind right now, working in my very being, in my in my bloodstream and in my body, but in my mind and in my emotions. Uh, we surrender ourselves wholly to God in prayer and faith so as not to think our own thoughts or to hold our own lives as a prize, but but giving ourselves up uh, because, you know, whatever we have is what God's given us. And God reveals to us then as we go along and we make these confessions and we study and we look and we let God show us about the power in the blood of Jesus. We sing the song, and it's a good song to sing. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. So let us ever continue to sing that and to be reminded that that's the truth and it's working now. See, the blood just didn't work for a while or uh, just in order for us to become a, a member of God's family. Now other things kick in and the blood has no place. No, the blood is continuing to work. Uh, so the great things have been uh, uh, given to us through the blood of Jesus. We want to continue to meditate that we can rely upon the Lord Jesus to reveal to us the power of his blood. And it's by this confident trust in him that the blessing obtained by the blood becomes ours. We must never in thought separate the blood from the high priest who shed it, Jesus, you know, and uh, he lives to apply it to us. Jesus gave his blood for us. And so each moment, even right now, it's imparting efficacy. In other words, it's working now. Trust the Lord to do this in your life. Trust him to open your eyes and to give you a deeper spiritual insight. Trust the Lord to teach you to think about the blood as God thinks about it. It's right there before him. We need to keep it before us. Trust him to impart to you and to make effective in you all that he enables you to see as you view the blood of Jesus. Trust him above all in the power of his eternal priesthood to work out in you unceasingly the full merits of his blood so that your whole life may be uninterrupted abiding in the sanctuary of God's presence. I can say I plead the blood. 
I plead the blood over my mind, my emotions, over my body, over my family members, over my wife, my children, uh, my parents. We can all make those uh, uh, confessions. It says in, uh, in Ephesians 2 and verse 13, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes far off are made nigh or made near by the blood of Christ. Well, let's think on it today. God sees the blood. Let us let us take a look and keep the, the blood in full view and let God show us and teach us what it really means to be a blood-bought believer. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.